Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. That Davis show, we are back. Ryan Bukovetsky and myself, Kenneth Davis. Make sure you follow my executive producer, Ryan Bukovetsky at Ryan Bisky and Ryan Bisky one. And you can always follow me at that's Davis. Um, this is an all draft bear show. All right. We, we're just coming straight. Even off top is going to be something about the bears, basically, um, because this is the week we finally have a first be. We finally have a first round pick. It's been so long. I've, Jay Cutler took him from me. Khalil Mack took him from me. At least Khalil, <laughs> Khalil Mack was better <clears throat> to a certain degree. Uh, and being a kid that grew up loving that all drafts, particularly NBA, NFL and NBA, um, even the NLB is getting better because the hit rate has kind of gotten better over the last five years to a certain degree. Uh, and they've tried to make the product better. But still, NFL draft, followed by the NBA draft are things that I've always mm. loved and endeared me growing up. So uh, it makes well, me, I didn't even think, what are you about to say? I got an off top for you. Just came up with the, on the fly. Go right ahead. Favorite young. I want a young Kenneth Davis, not a, not a recent Kenneth Davis, but a favorite draft memory of your. Okay. For me, I'll Maybe. give you one. To give you a second to think about it, that was our thing as dad, brother, myself. My uh, dad passed away, so that's that thing. And then my brother only lived with us when I was in high or when he was in high school. So it was just that four year window. And of course, I'm like, I don't know, that's for 13 year different. Yeah. So I was. Probably like six, seven, somewhere in there. Just wanted to hang with the boys, obviously. I'm sure you know that with uh, anything with your kid. And then obviously just kids in general want to be with the adults. And so Mm. our thing was the Bears and especially the draft. And that's back in the day when it was Saturday, Sunday. Talk that talk. Kids out here. Not this Thursday through Saturday mess. And you got what? Like the first three rounds on Saturday and the rest on Sunday. Right. Oh, man. And we would just be my dad. He couldn't just sit there and watch it. So he'd always be working on something. And it was my job to kind of keep an eye on it so that when the Bears were coming up, that everybody could put full attention on the Bears. And I'd be kind of helping along with whatever we're doing. But it was like family projects around the house tons of different things like that and just sitting there for what like five hours each day at least of just okay. waiting on bears pick after bears pick after bears pick mm. god i miss those days so one that is the off the top ryan's off the top is the off the top for this show i'll just piggyback it slightly i can't remember Cause man, the Bears missed a lot. Like I, or if they either they missed or the player they drafted, we weren't sure about it. Like you, you think about Erlacher playing some safety coming out of college, uh, really playing. I, really, I believe they had him on a strong side first, and then they moved him to inside linebacker. So you didn't really know. 
you know, if they hit or and this was my dad wasn't around there, but Kyle Long, I can remember Hub Arkish uh, being yeah. upset. And he apologized <laughs> and said he was wrong. But I mean, we all make we all do that in the draft. I'm not right. taking trying to take right. any shots at him. We all. Just I say, remember hey, distinctly Hub Arkish not liking the Kyle. Long. I mean, but when you look at. The track that when you look at how many reps he got at college since he was a baseball player right. and the issues that he had, you you can't knock a hub for feeling like that. Oh no! Um, I I just think about my dad and how football was like the first sport. I mean, it was football and basketball, but I think football may have been the first sport. No, it's probably basketball may have been the first sport. We really bonded, bonded. I don't know. It's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can remember, uh, and this isn't a draft moment, but I can remember. Uh, him getting on me for 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 thinking the Bears are gonna win, and this is like during the Jim Harbaugh era, and the only weapon he had was Tom Waddle, and uh, like it, I just remember being in my room and him being in the front, and Waddle like catching a, a touchdown pass and getting nailed, and I'm like yeah, and um like you said that that the draft uh, the piggyback what you said it, it it makes me think about my dad because that was one of the things that we really connected on was um sports and food. You know what I'm saying? Like I watch cooking shows because he watched cooking shows. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was those are the things where the draft was like, I mean, I think I may have been more. Ha- I was probably more draft heavy than him at certain points, but he probably just had it on the radio and on the television. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, that that's the thing about the draft is memories. Um, and you know what? I'll say this. As Bears fans, we deserve better because you should be enriching my memories more than than just me putting up with you not getting it done. Right. You know what I'm saying? There should be times where, for instance, like a kid from Mark Carmel in a year that you needed a quarterback and you went down and got K McNown that you should have went up and got Donovan McNabb. You know what I'm saying? Like there you like as Bears fans, we deserve our team not when it's desperation like it is now with people trying to keep their jobs. Um, but being sly and witty and clever and knowing, oh, I can the value on this, even if I have to give up something, I know in the long run it's gonna play out. You know, and that's 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 the second part of the off top right there. As Bears fans, we deserve better than what we've been given because it hasn't out of all the teams in the city in the last 30 years, they've probably done the least. You know, I'm like yeah, maybe the Bulls. You're just containing it to the draft, yeah. right? Maybe you maybe maybe the Bulls are a, a, a right slightly above them um, with just having the Derrick Rose era, basically. Um, and you could say what well, the Bears had the, the Ott Bears or whatever, who at least made it to a Super Bowl. Um, but you, you know what? And the, you, you know, anybody, what I say to that though, let's what? look at the last ten years. The Sox are killing it drafting. The Cubs killed it for drafting for a while there. The Blackhawks killed it for drafting. Yeah, we're waiting on the Bulls a little bit, but they had an old regime that wasn't getting it done. You've had multiple regimes being the Bears, and you still can't get it done in the draft. And when's the last great draft class that we just look at? Like, I feel like we still look at Jimbo Colvert's draft as the last great Bears draft class. I think we've had some, but the problem usually is the first rounder isn't the one we hit on. Um, what then? Didn't then Briggs and did Briggs and Peanut come in at the same? I can't remember who came in with Briggs because I, I remember it was, it was Peanut. I believe All it right. was Peanut. You got you got the um, you got last year's draft, which wasn't bad. Um, the Cody Whitehair. I think year, you nailed think it they, though. Like if you don't have yeah. that first rounder, that like creme de la creme backbone of your yeah. drafts, 
you got to hit on a lot of guys in those later rounds to really. I mean, you got to think there's a lot of missing running backs from. I mean, and they may have had a, a well, if one of them may have had a hit, like from Rashawn Salam to Curtis Enos. I mean, like what? I mean, I could imagine even then Mel Kuyper's head exploding, taking the running back as high as is is is, and that was a different era in the NFL, right? But still, just you the want value. a little uh, a little tease. We're gonna do up for grabs. Running back is gonna be one of my focuses for that. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, as Bears fans, uh, Ryan and myself feel you got to do better, and and I mean consistently better. Um, you have to have us. Listen, the team that the Bears beat the last time they were in the Super Bowl has had a 20-year run. I mean, and we kicked the crap out of them, right? And they've had a 20-year run, and we deserve at least a 10- or 15-year run. You know, the team to the north. We settled for five right now, my God. True, true. But the team to the north has had at least a quarterback a a 30-year run, basically. You know, from Favre to, to Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's it's even even the Lions got the quarterback right for a period of time. You know, like I mean, just it's it's and I'm not saying it's opining necessarily for them to trying to get a quarterback either, but still some listen, whenever this regime is out, you know, you gotta really set it up properly the next go round. And and I'm not the person that's always you we rarely hear us on the show because we don't think it's gonna happen, rallying against Ted Phillips. But he needs to be gone too. You know what I'm saying? Because this is during his run that um that all this is taking place. That you have not been consistent, consistent contenders. You know, and he's been there for a long ass time. You need to install someone else who has bought the groceries on a success in a successful franchise to come and run this organization as one of the pillars of the NFL. It deserves that. And you need to step up to the task and get it accomplished and, and move the hell out the way. And I'm not to say that these are this ownership is meddling, but this ownership allows mediocrity. It's a sustainable mediocrity because of familiarity and you need to stop and get, you need to be a little awkward with somebody um, and because perhaps that can get you in a place where you can consistently put out a product that the city deserves as, as being a, a charter member of the NFL. And kind of just piggyback off your point of some of the other division teams, look at Minnesota. They haven't had maybe Dante Culpepper for a little bit. They haven't had the quarterback. They still put up these crazy good offenses all the time. Why can't yep. you do that? Like you look across the league, there's so many teams that get it done. When did the Titans have a great quarterback? Maybe Steve McNair the last Dude. time. Dude, Minnesota, at least, and kind of what you're saying, has had good offenses run by guys that Brad Johnson right. left there, went went down to uh, Tampa Bay, won a championship. All right. Warren Moon. All right. Randall Cunningham. You know, like it, these guys at the time in their career may have been on the other side, particularly Moon and Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham came back from cutting uh, uh, marble in, in Vegas. Right in Nevada with his business, mm-hmm. a marble cutting business, I believe at the time. Um, but look, look at what they did. Even if they were getting quarterbacks that that had had been they were long in the tooth, they went and got it done consistently to make sure their offense worked. And it's just time, bro. It's just it, I mean, consistent time, not these years where they like the twelve and four 
and nobody sees you coming after right. that year. And this goes back even to the love years where it was never year after year after year after year after year. You know, like that it's 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 difficult, but it's not as difficult. It's just you not doing what you need to be like you do what you need to do. And you, you're clearly consistently doing the same thing that keeps you in the same situation. Dude, like just how you said that. Oh, my God. Like those 12 and four seasons are really fun. But I'm so damn sick of them being these isolated moments within like right. a 10 year period. You are completely right. Like it is a joke to think that like every time the Bears are good, it's always just for one season. And mm-hmm. if you don't get it done that season, game over with your right. little regime or your program, whatever you want to call it, your dynasty, whatever. And then it's over with like, and we're going to talk about this draft there. When you get this quarterback desperate, that means you've been really fucking things up for a long time. (laughs) And they are so desperate that the entire league knows how desperate they are. And it's like today or this season, like this off season, they like woke up like, Oh yeah, quarterback's important. We better really invest in that. When you had six years with this guy running this thing, you couldn't pick up any kind of developmental prospect. You couldn't pick up any other draft pick besides Mitch. The guy you trade off for, that was completely I mean, uh, it just it hurts your brain sometimes when you really think about what the Bears have done just in the draft, just isolate in the draft. And we know if you mess it up in the draft, good luck getting it fixed in free agency and all that other my problem is this. Don't you want to be like these successful organizations? Like, especially you, they compare themselves to the Steelers and the Packers. Right. And right, some of these. right. Like, don't you want like so you see what they do. A lot of them, one, don't hire first timers, you know, like or they the guy they get. He was he was the dude, dude. Uh, for years right. and years next to the guy, guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. or you, he you, came you, from maybe college, but he was the dude in college. The dude, yeah. Oh, like, man. dude, like you, you, you gotta stop trying to get by and trying to buy low. And hopefully the equity builds up in these, these people that you put in charge of something. No, you just need to buy, you know, put the money down and get that guy. You know, that, that's what you need to do. You know, like go out and get the dude, the dude. All right. And install them. Stop penny in. And I'm necessarily saying that they're cheap now, but the, the process they continue to use always usually fails. Stop with the first time head coaches. Unless again, like Ryan said, it's a guy from college, you know, uh, a, a terrific coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Like not like Nagy had a, a whiff at coordinating. Right. You know, a like Ryan. Yeah, like right at if that because we still aren't clear when Randy Reed, Andy Reid took it back. Right. You know, like Brian Pace. You know, you had Ballard right there, and he told you he didn't want to have, sit there and have Ted there, and you told him kick rocks instead of being like, you know what, you're probably right. Like, stop effing it up. I know. Like, damn. And you, can we care about wins and losses and stop liking these freaking people too? Right. Can you pretend you're a business? My God. Uh, that's, the pro- that's the problem, though. The money is already in the bank. So it allows them to sit there and hang out with their friends instead of like you're saying. A real friend is going to be like, you know what? I need to step down because this isn't moving right. All right. That's what at one point a real friend is going to be like, you need. Listen, it took forever. 
and ever and ever in the day. But John Paxton finally was like, you know what? I need to get out the way. Now, he should have done it five, six years ago, but he finally owned up to under my direction. This isn't getting us to where we need to get, you know, and how long is the Derrick Rose excuse going to last? You know, so like it's just come on, man. Like, all right, this this one bite at the apple with these two. Cool. All right. And if they if they strike lightning and we have to sit here with them and they prove us wrong, I guess. All right. But it's it's just stop doing the same shit. It's the definition of insanity. All right. If you're going to hit something, you better hit it right away. Otherwise, get the hell out of the way. Because I am sick and tired of this Ryan Pace. Like we kind of get it done in the draft, but we miss on everything that's crucial. Right. Totally, totally, totally. So listen, let's you just brought it up. Let's get into the draft. Uh, The draft uh, takes place tomorrow. Uh, Be the first day. Make sure you check out uh, Thunder Center podcast. Uh, We gave uh, we we sat there. We had Hogan uh, with us this week uh, talking about the upcoming draft, his his mock draft that uh, dropped, just dropped um, what to expect, what he's been hearing. Also, we gave our bold predictions. Do you want my bold prediction? Oh, yeah. Hit me with that. And I want you to give me a bold prediction. All right. All right. My bold prediction. And this this is the stuff I don't believe is going to happen. All right. For my bold prediction. <laughs> Mine is my too. <laughs> bold, my bold prediction is the Bears move up, but they draft a playmaker and someone of like uh, Waddle, uh, Chase, or Devontae Smith. That's what I gave on the Under Center podcast is my bold prediction. What's yours, Ryan? I hope this counts. I'm trying to be bold. I really don't think this guy is going to be available at 20. But my bold prediction is somehow Christian Derisaw falls to them mm. at offensive tackle and they get one of the better draft picks of the first round. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. You know, if you can sit there, because that's the thing, too. Um, man, listen, to be honest with you, uh, another thing, a uh, uh, member of the NBC Sports, we had uh, Glenn Morgan uh, on and uh, he gave his mock draft. And the thing that everyone is talking about now is moving down. We even like well, Hogue, and I don't know if me and you talked about it in the past, um, but it, to me, I wouldn't be upset if they tried to get more value uh, in the second round, back of the first, further, a little bit further back in the first and the second round, and tried to get some more, some more ballers up in here. Um, I don't know about the quarterback. There has been some Kellen Munn discussion that's been – Popping in the streets, a lot of reps down there at Texas A and M. Don't let um, Phil hear that. Oh well, <laughs> um, oh well, Philly, <laughs> that's my guy. Uh, but there has been some Kellen Mund discussion uh, as far as people have I w- w- sat there. Uh, got one with um, Chris Sims from PFT. He's high on Kellen Mund, not high on Zach Wilson. Um, I think he had Kellen Mund over. I think he may have had him. Over, I don't know if he had him over both Justin Fields and Trey Lance, but he definitely had him over one of them at least. I had think like he. Go ahead. Sorry, Adam Hogue likes Kellen Mund yeah. too. Doesn't he? Hogue is a Hogue is Kellen Mund too. Um, so you could be looking at a situation where perhaps the Bears uh, look at him in the, 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 the in the second round. One thing that Hogue did bring up is perhaps. Uh, the Bears drafted him in the first round. And I asked Wells that for the fifth round, the fifth year uh, with first round picks. Um, but he was just saying that, it, uh, that you know, maybe that could be part of it. But also it could be just because of uh, wanting to make sure no one grabs him. Um, so, you, you know, they definitely have that quarterback. 
Um, we will find out uh, partially. That's cool. But if it's not, if it's not going to be the top five guys, which even with the top five guys, partially, I feel like how realistic is it that all these guys are going to hit? Um, I've talked about it before in my lifetimes. There's only been two drafts with three quarterbacks drafted in the first round, all hit. And that was what, 83 with Elway, Marino and Jim Kelly. And then only took uh, Mitch Trubisky to hold back the last. That, yeah, to ruin that one. Too. Good point. Great, great <laughs> point. Great point. And then, of course, the Eli Manning, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and Philip Rivers draft. I mean, how often? Like, do you have a draft where four or five quarterbacks drafted in the first round are all going to be legit quarterbacks? It is easier to transition from college with the fact that these pro offense uh, have snatched up a lot of schemes from college, but still, to ask for that is asking a lot. So. Partially in my head, it's like even if they get they they jump up to grab a quarterback, I feel like the one that they grab may be the one that misses. But then on the flip side, I feel like their bad luck may be the reason why they may actually get the one nobody wanted that turns into being good. Right. You know, like like maybe this is what they need. They need five guys that just go in the top ten, and then somehow the sixth guy is the right one. Exactly. Can- exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Like we sitting there and talking about, man, you wish you took Kellen Mund uh five years from now. Like, man, they actually didn't pick Kellen Mund, right? Uh but yeah, <laughs> it, it's it, it part part of me, a large part of me, uh wants them to one stand pat. I don't really want to see that draft equity going because I don't trust Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Uh, Matt Nagy hasn't done enough for me to think that he can grow any quarterback at this at this point. And I mean, some of the stuff definitely was Mitch, but also has you have to put it on Matt Nagy for not getting more out of Mitch. Matt Nagy has said that himself. Um, so mean, look at it. Didn't he start using Mitch kind of correctly this last season? That was the first time. Bill Lazor did, but um, right. We don't even know right, what Nagy did. Bill Lazor <laughs> did. Uh, but so it, it's it's just it's a prickly situation because you necessarily don't call trust the people that are making these decisions. Hopefully there has been some growth. Hopefully there has been uh, uh, some experience. And also maybe they brought in some more eyes that can kind of help them to self-evaluate what, what's going on inside and outside when talking about their, their organization, but also these players that are in this upcoming draft. And Ryan Pace isn't terrible at the draft. He's just. He's just suspect to most first round picks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really been a big issue. Well, I like to Phil and Shane when we interviewed them. I thought they made a great point because I've noticed this myself. Since that Mitch draft, it seems like he is drafting more football players yes. rather than just the high athlete that is super raw and you need to coach him up. He's seemingly been going more of the football player that's accomplished, that has upside athletically. That's the guy I'm hoping he's kind of targeting more so than anything, especially in the early rounds. And if you can just hit on some of these athletic guys like Darnell Mooney, that was great. Like you just hit on a speedster that seems to be a really quality receiving weapon. Maybe not a number one. We'll see if he develops into that. But for a fifth round pick, you can do a lot with that. That's the kind of stuff you need. And then the early rounds, you got to have that guy that you can count on. Like it can't be a Leonard Floyd or Mitch like, oh, man, we got the best pass rusher. We got the best quarterback if we can just develop them. You don't know if some of these guys are going to develop. And like you talked about those top five guys, you know why we know that they're gonna, some of them are going to fail? Because some teams are going to draft them and they're not the right situation for that player. Great point. And that player is not going to succeed regardless of how much talent and skill that they have. 
And that's just going to happen. So personally, I love the idea. Get yourself a guy that you have a ton of games, ton of tape over. You're Mr. Scout, Ryan Pace. You love scouting. You love looking at that. Do your thing then. Get a ton of tape on one of these players and select a guy that you know can help you for the next five years. And listen, going off of that, Maybe that's why some of these guys that may go in the second are appealing to them in the Davis Mills or Kellen Mund, uh, because these guys have gotten a lot more reps um, than some of these other cats have gotten. You know, you got years with with Kellen Mund uh, down there and the fact that he switched coaches. Um, so from Sumlin to, to, to Jimbo Fisher. So you, you, you who knows? Um, but definitely nail that first one. I'll say this much. Nail, nail, go get the offensive lineman, man. Just it's get the offensive lineman, you know, like that. It's not sexy, but that thing can that that player could help this team for a decade, especially if you can set the tone with a nasty offensive lineman. You know, saying look at what and they had years where they had holes. But look at what Olin Krutz brought to the offensive line. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, just the leadership, the nastiness, you know, saying the no, we're not. We're not effing around. Yeah, like you you need someone. Look at what at, he, his body betrayed him, but look at what Kyle Long had brought to that offensive mm-hmm. line. You know, you need a guy to set the tone on that O-line so that it's a, a, a unit that isn't a hindrance. It's one of the pluses. Because if the O-line is a, pl- it's a plus, the run game, and even if it's if it's not necessarily a air out passing, it's, it's more play off the run with play action and uh, sit there and try to use slants and things of that nature, quick passes – it's going to be a lot easier if that quarterback is clean majority of the time, man. So just it's not sexy, but go ahead and finish that off, man, and get a tackle. Get a guy that's going to play right this year. There's no reason uh, to, 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 to toss out uh, a cheap when I'm talking about as far as how much offensive linemen t- alpha old tackles cost on the left side. You got a cheap old tackle with Charles Leno Jr. No, we don't want him here for the long haul after this contract is out. But for right now, you let him play over there this year. Let the kid play on the right side. And then we'll figure out next year if the kid's going to move to the left and you have to find another offensive uh, right tackle. But that's the sound decision to make. There's no reason because, I listen, Trey Lance, if you followed this show, you know for two years me and Ryan have been Trey Lance guys. All right. In D's basement, we would start just t- telling y'all how we like Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a project. No so doubt. he's not playing. He's not playing this year. I'm not dissing it, but it's a project. Do you trust Matt Nagy to get to get the best out of him? And don't tell me that it's similar to Kansas City because if do you think Matt Nagy's the real the reason that Patrick Mahomes is successful right now? Oh, right, right, like, right. <laughs> so don't tell me that. It'd be the same thing in Kansas City. That yeah, but Andy Reid isn't here, so. Don't hit me with that. You know what I'm saying? So right. go out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get get the old lineman. Listen, part of me, it'll be exciting if they trade up for a quarterback, but it's still going to hurt to not have first-round picks for two years at least. Right. And then at how many least. picks are you giving up in this draft on top? Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's it, and then again, do we trust the people that are supposed to grow the football? And when I say that, I'm talking about raise up that player and take them to another level from a college, a college all-star to a pro, a pro bowler in the NFL. Yeah. I don't, and if I don't, you think Go ahead. Sorry. Well, if you think about it with Trey Lance, I mean, let's say they go after him. He falls somehow, even though I don't think he's the likely one to fall. It feels like Justin Fields for some reason. But let's say he falls and you go up there. Like you said, it's a project for a year. This dude is jumping from North Dakota State to the NFL, the NFC North. It's going to be a huge jump. I think he can do it over time. 
but it's not going to happen right away. And then on top of it, what if all these people get fired? So the next regime has to work with Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. They have to, because one, they're not going to have any first round picks. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But I'll say this though. I'll say this, the faller, if, if, if Mac Jones doesn't go three, that may be the faller because the place that you would see him probably likely would probably maybe be New England. I don't know if Denver, I don't know if he's the Denver type. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if their new general manager is looking for someone more athletic. Um, but he may, listen, they got the weapons on the outside in Denver. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I, I don't know if he's Denver type, but if if Mac Jones doesn't go to, to, the, to the 49ers, it'll be interesting to see uh, where he falls or whatever. But listen, it'll be sexy to move up and get a quarterback. But again, so it's, you're going to basically have out of the last, out of the, the, the next, the, let's look, we'll go two years back and the next three years. So five years altogether, you're only going to have one first round pick. You know, like that's, that's crazy. Now maybe that's listen, you may be able to, to trade, right. You may be able to trade somebody and, and, and get another first rounder, you know, but also then where are you going to replace that player? But like you said, Ryan, it's it's hard to win. That's that's easier for a team that's already in a championship window because one that for getting that first round out of may, may help your cap situation if you have nice vets already that you want to maintain and keep on your your roster. But we still have too many holes offensively, at least too many holes. And defensively, you still have a hole at quarterback. Uh, you hope that Marcus Trufant can be good this year and perhaps you can get you a youngster that can train behind him uh, and, and come in in case anybody gets hurt. Like, uh, uh, Not as well as uh, Jalen Johnson, but someone in that vein in the third, second. I, won't, I don't even really want to say the second round. I would say third or fourth round when it comes to cornerback. I want those first two picks at least to be offensive players. Yep. Uh, tackle, quarterback, uh, if a quarterback falls, then tackle. Um, that's the way I look at how you, you – the interior of your line seems fine for the time being. And, I mean, I, I, I'm not drafting the center in the first round anyway, uh, me personally. Uh, if someone's not a Sam Mustafer fan, uh, like we were having a discussion with Phil and Shane last week, or just saying as far as you may be able to upgrade from that situation. But, uh, yeah, man, it's you, you just got to be sound with this draft. Don't, don't get too cute. If you do have a guy like the thing is, I would love for this draft to be a situation where these teams have been selling wolf tickets, right? The Carolinas now talking about, well, maybe we'll take a quarterback. Um, uh, The Falcons, even though they haven't as much, but still you get what I mean. The teams that have kind of been like, well, there's a chance, you know, we still may go quarterback, right? I want them to get nothing. Right. And then still draft the, 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 the receiver or the, the offensive lineman or whatever player that they plan on drafting. And to the point where the Bears can make a come up because no one's trying to move up to get these quarterbacks like these teams are hyping up for them to get these quarterbacks. So they don't have to give up as much to, to move up like you. Could, I know it's not true and it's not going to happen, but you could give up a one and a couple of twos from the future, you know, because uh, a lot of teams, Denver's not trying to move up. uh, um, uh, New England's not trying to move up to get a quarterback. So it allows you to move up and not have to pay as much because it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be cheaper tomorrow night than it is like it was a month ago for the 49ers. You know what I'm right. saying? So that that's that's what I would that's that's what I would prefer to happen. Uh, I prefer them to stand. I, I listen. I would love for our team to move up and get the next great quarterback. But that the history, 
the history of our team dictates that's not going to happen. <laughs> so gonna I'm going to stay over here with cold feet. All right. And I'm going to play it safe and sound and build out this team so that when you do have a young quarterback, he's not going to get his brains beat in. Right. How about instead of cold feet, you're here like licking your wounds or like tending to the <laughs> exactly. wounds because you're a battered like I'm, bears I'm in, the, I'm in the shower on the floor right. in fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> crying like I just got assaulted unfortunately. Like the tears and blood and run assaulted. down. Right. Like just yeah dude it's it's just it's come on man. I mean again I'll say this and the thing about a first round pick it always gives you hope. So at least with our, our sorry team we're back at the hey there's there's Christmas right. This, it could always change with Christmas right. We're back. Christmas is a dog it, we, we, it's Christmas Eve. You know what I'm saying? So oh yeah, my god yeah dude so that that's my emotions as far as also my thoughts. Um, I would love, I would love, but see, this is the thing too, Justin Phil Falls. I'm gonna be honest with you. When people keep saying Justin Fields is the next um uh Cam, I mean Cam Newton, I kind of don't want the next Cam Newton. Now, why mind you, Cam was Cam, Cam actually those first few years didn't affect winning as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really look at, at the record down there in Carolina, he didn't affect winning as much. Um, he did have his MVP MVP year make it to the to the to the uh, to the Super Bowl, um, but still, like you had look at how long you had to wait and a precipitous drop after him getting beat in. And Cam is two and a half inches taller than Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? So again, now if you if you're telling me my druthers are n- n- below average quarterback or Cam Newton, of course I'm taking Cam Newton, right? right? Especially young Cam, but like, I mean, I listen. It, I used to dislike all the design runs that Cam Newton had. You know, it was like it's, it was like, wow, y'all are really beating this kid up. You know, what right. I'm saying you saw what happened uh, the last three years from the beatings that he had taken. You know, what I'm saying so. Again, I will prefer to have someone better than no one. But if it's the next kid, like, dude, I, dude, I want listen. I want my black Aaron Rodgers. All right, can I get that? Can a brother get that? I don't, right. the, I don't think the Bears want that, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Air Rodgers, yes. Black, I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's just my thoughts. But what about you, Ryan? I think you're right with the Christmas. Like, don't look at this as a five-year-old on Christmas. Be like the twenty-year-old. Get that tackle that's going to be sitting there right at twenty. It's not sexy. It's not the gift you want to race down the stairs to open up. But when it's like in your life and you realize how important it is, you're like, whoa, this really helps me out in a lot of ways. uh, Not even knowing, but it really brings everything together for me. That's what you need if you're the Bears. You need that one tackle that can salvage this offensive line. I love the idea of trading back. That would be great. Pick up assets. If you can get multiple picks in this top 60, I mean, this is a deep draft in areas that you need badly. Right. Great Even point. quarterback is somewhat deep in this draft, and they're talking about next year is dog S-H-I-T at the quarterback position. Now it's obviously way early. Maybe some guys will develop, but there's usually a good handle on, you know, a draft class of quarterback coming up. And if they think it True. sucks, it probably does. But nobody saw Zach Wilson coming from last year either. So he might be busting out sooner than later. You're right. But we don't know who we don't know who next year is Zach Wilson. No doubt. No doubt. There's going to be some. 
there's going to be someone that's going to light the black college football up. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and also this is the thing too. And I'm with you. Usually people know if, when the good class is coming, I mean, it may be the Kristen Ponder Blaine Gabbert year where it's just overhyped or whatever. But I fear that, that I feel like those two guys may be in this draft up high. We just don't know it yet. You right. know what I'm saying? Cause just, you're asking a lot. And listen, maybe I'm wrong because the AFC is full of quarterbacks. So maybe quarterbacks are just falling off the tree right now and oh, they're all going to make it. God right? but, but I'm just saying, from, from, from being in this dysfunctional relationship that we've been in as Bears fans, the proof is, and I mean, listen, we're, we're young Bears fans, all right? You know, I'm early 40s. Ryan's in his mid-30s. His mid Ryan, you in your mid-30s? Early 30s. Early 30s, all right? And... We're sitting here and with that, but there are people that are 30 to 40 years older than us who haven't seen consistent quarterback play from the Bears. It's 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 the curse of the Windy City gridiron. And not the not the Sid Luckman Lester, curse? Not Lester with lip fong. I'm saying actually the Bears, the monster. Yeah, the Sid Luck, the curse of Sid Luckman's father with the pistol, right? It's like <laughs> I shot a man. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, dude, I, I can't believe it. Listen, I would love, and we've said it on here, I love to go into every Sunday like, we got that man, man. Right. Listen, who, what the defense, can the defense isn't as good as it was. You're right, man, but you know, so-and-so, boy, he, he'll put up 400 on their ass real quick. Like, we've never went into a situation like that where, it was, I'm like, we, now, of course, we had the wolf tickets of Jay Cutler, but I told you, after that first year, I was like, oh, snap, he's um Jeff George, right? After the first right. year. Another in, during the year. that they were able to turn into something. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm like, damn, this dude is Jeff George, man. Like, this is not going to work. During that season, Jay Cullis' first year, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You start I seeing the four so- interception games, you're like, oh, boy. When that footwork is in your face in your home team uniform, you pay a lot more attention to it. All right, it's like move the feet. It's like Shuddy, the, the line is blocking for him, and Shuddy is still throwing from his back foot. He refuses. No way transfer. Right, exactly. Right, nah, man, all back foot. Right, yeah. all right, exactly. I got the arm. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's. But that's it's that's what I want. Give me extra picks. What, to me, this is the four biggest needs in this order. Quarterback, offensive line, wide receiver, corner. Mm-hmm. To me. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I could maybe – I'm with – I think you're correct. If you flip corner and wide receiver because the value is – in it's the third, let's just say the third, you got a corner and it's just like, yeah, this he may be something. I can understand, but they definitely need another playmaker. Yeah. You, like, and on top I, of that – we don't know what may happen with Allen Robinson next year. Exactly. And I, I think you could argue one or the other with cornerback or wide receiver. I personally go receiver above cornerback. But if you got, let's say, three or four picks in this top 70, you could address a bunch of those needs because this draft is built at tackle, wide receiver, corner, and maybe even a little bit quarterback if you count some of these second round, second tier type quarterbacks as viable options. I have no problem with them trading back, being boring, picking up extra picks and getting some guys. Or if you stay pat, just get that tackle. The value is going to be insane because there's not going to be a quarterback there. You don't have to give away draft picks to move up. And you can still, you know, if you want to trade up, 
I get it. If you love Justin Fields or one of these guys, fine. But if you love Davis Mills or Kellen Mond, trade up in the second round. Mm. It'll be way less of a cost. And you still get the tackle in the first round and you set yourself up for success potentially, because if you don't come away with an offensive line fix with Andy Dalton as your quarterback, good luck trying to make the playoffs next year. Great point. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm in total agreement with you. You know, you need to even for the for whatever the quarterback could be of the future, you need to make sure this line is going to be right for that kid. All right. So if that kid doesn't doesn't appear this year, you can still start getting that offensive line move humming in the right direction. You know, uh, so that I'm with you 100 percent on that. Can I throw a question out there? I just thought about it. Do the Bears flirt around with going after maybe a Jimmy Garoppolo if they're going Mac Jones at number three? Do you even consider anything like that? No, because <laughs> no, because Andy Dalton has been healthier than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's true. You know, like then it's like how much like somebody else's trash are we willing to break over here right now? Like it seems so, like that's wait, the Bears style. I'm trying to get in the Bears mindset. So how much how how upset are you trying to make me? So a quarterback room, a uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Andy <laughs> Dalton, Foles, and Nick Foles, right? Like how much money is that alone? But like uh, no, so I, I, I know this is the most true. per quarterback in the league. And get exactly, the exactly, and the worst production out of it. It's like the Spider Man meme where they're pointing at each other, basically. Yeah, it's like, no, like, no, dude, like, no, I'm with, no, dude, don't even try. Like, let him go back home to, to New England or whatever. You hey, know what back saying. home's Eastern Illinois. Come back. No, I meant to let a home before that. <laughs> no, no, no Jimmy over, no Jimmy over. And listen, Jimmy's straight. Jimmy is straight. But I mean, the thing is, we've seen his ceiling now. You know what I'm saying? Like, the health issues aside, we know he's not a guy that could, you listen, the team doesn't work through him. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, it's around him, but it doesn't work through him. And we're looking for somebody at some point that could rate all rise and ties, rise all ships. We want the quarterback to be that guy here at some point where he takes a team that will be eight and eight and he makes them, uh, 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 I guess now we're well, not eight and eight. Now we're eight and nine. And he makes them, uh, I know, right? He he makes them 12, and it's weird, 12 and 5. All right? Like, well, I I'm going to have to, have to recalibrate my brain with the right, 17 I'm so games even now. with 16. Right, it's exactly. Like automatic off the so, hip. So, yeah, so, you know, we it's time to get that person. You know, so, like, the thing is, this is the worst, the worst part about the Bears. I bet you they they look at how much these quarterbacks are getting paid and be like, man, we're paying somebody like this. But this is the thing. You don't have to pay some of these other positions because you know the quarterback, you can you can use him to get away with not filling out everything. Look at Green Bay. All right. People will take discounts to go to a quarterback that knows right. what the hell he's doing. Right. It all like there is no negative to really investing and trying to find a quarterback. Yes, maybe you could lose some capital and maybe you can't, you know, necessarily get compete every single year because you're trying to find that guy. I'm still wanting that tackle at 20. I'm not changing anything, but there has to be a recommitment and reevaluation of going and investing in that quarterback position. Like we talked about with Phil and Shane, if you're not going to go quarterback in that first round, you better be thinking at second round. Facts. That's that's totally the truth, and I'm in total agreement with you. All right, so is it that time? Is it? Yes, yeah, that time. 
Time to go up for grabs with Ryan Beeski, Beeski, Beeski. Can we start positive or negative? Uh, let's end positively. Okay. My first up for grabs, keeping it giraffe style. Your Kenneth Davis and everyone listening from their homes, as well as myself, personal least favorite draft pick made by the Bears in your draft viewing years. Easy. If you want, I can go first. No, I got it. Easy. Kate McNow. Not That's a great one. That's Not a great one. Playboy Mansion Kate, um, UCLA. Uh, this was the Donovan McNabb. Dante. This is the worst part. So they should have went up and got Donovan McNabb. I think the Bears made ahead like the nine for ten pick at this time. Right? Yeah, they were like eight or nine. I thought. Yeah, somewhere around there, right? So it's like, man, they're not gonna move up. So you see him go to Philly. Uh, this is the Keeley Smith, uh, Tim Couch year two, mm-hmm. and they sit there and Drake trade down, right? And I'm like. They could at least take the kid from UCF. Now, mind you, at that point, it was like, dude, we didn't know Dante Culpepper could be good, even though we let, went on to find out he was good because he had two Hall of Fame receivers. And at one point, even Jake Reed came back uh, to to the, the Vikings. But if Don, remember, Dante Culpepper would have won an MVP if Peyton Manning didn't have one of his best offensive years that year. Dante Culpepper had like 39 touchdowns. Peyton had like, what, 49 or something, something like that. Something. But if, if Peyton didn't go off that year, that's Dante Culpepper wins the MVP that season. Um, and I think that may have been a year that may have been a year that that Randy Moss kind of was hurt. And Nate Burleson was was you like they used Randy as a decoy, I think, uh, mm-hmm. a, a little bit that year because Randy had like a bad hemi or something. I think that was the same season. Um, but at least it was like, OK, well, draft the UCF kid. And they sit there and they take and they move down past where they could draft him. Because uh, I think the Vikings made up took uh, Dante Culpepper a pick or two before K McNow, and these fools bringing K F and McNow, man. It was, it was. Listen, it was worse than Rex. It was worse than it was. It wasn't worse than Mitch because they moved up a spot to get Mitch. You know what I'm saying? But I'll say this: Mitch was better than K McNow. All right, like. K McNow was never, like Mitch was better. I know people are like what? Yeah, Mitch was better than K McNow. All right, Mitch. Let me put it like this: Mitch hasn't had. I know this doesn't mean a lot. A losing season in the NFL yet. All right, I know this doesn't mean a lot, but man, if you could have seen K McNow, y'all. Oh my God! And the cojones on this dude, like K McNow. K McNow. Listen to Mitch and K McNow. This lets you know how bad K McNow is. To Mitch and K McNow and Rex Grossman is the same respect. I mean, in the same sentence. It's disrespectful to Rex Grossman. That's how bad Cave McNown was. So for me, out of the Curtis Enos, out of uh, Michael Haynes was one of them, too, that I had. Ooh, Michael sexy Haynes. Rexy. Right? Michael Haynes. But, uh, yeah, it had to be. And I'm, I'm just if I can really just think about it, it had to probably be Cave McNown as my least favorite Bears draft pick it, during my lifetime. Yeah, for me, I'm not going to put Mitch up there, but he would be. And the reason why I bring this up is because of the spot. They were four, right? Three, and they moved up to two. Yes. The last time they were that high, I believe, was 05, when they were four. And that's when they took Cedric Benson, who I did not want them to take whatsoever. I didn't like it one bit. I loved the idea of getting Aaron Rodgers as soon as Alex Smith was taken number one. That's who I wanted. I wanted them to go quarterback because they were high up. He was the number two guy. If it wasn't Alex Smith, that's who I wanted more than anybody. 
And I kept hearing all the draft process, it's Cedric Benson, Cedric Benson, Cedric Benson. I was hoping that that was just some kind of curveball, but no, Jerry going to do Jerry and just go up there, get the running back at four that had way too much mileage and no playmaking skill. Rest in peace, Cedric Benson. Don't want to make this an attack on you, but just hated that draft pick personally. Yeah, and it's funny. That draft, too, looks at you how times change. And we talked about drafting running backs so high in the draft, especially running backs that aren't special. And even with Cedric Benson, a guy that had had a lot of tread on the tires from how they was rushing him down there in Texas. But um, because you got what, like Cadillac, uh, Cadillac Williams was Cadillac Williams. Yep, he went, went right after yeah. to the Bucks. And then and you, Ronnie you Brown had, went number. Ronnie two. Brown, y'all saying Ronnie? But just thinking like it makes no sense. Any of those guys went that high. All right, that's <laughs> the top five. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> Preposterous. But uh, uh, it makes so uh, it just lets you know how different the NFL is and how sound how sound minded a lot more people are because you could get you a running back, especially if you just want to have somebody that's just running like three uh, 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 three yards in a cloud of dust uh, like Cedric Benson was, even though he had right. some success in Cincinnati, but still, what a waste. And I, again, rest in peace, Cedric Benson, but as far as the, at that value, yeah, that's a good one, Ryan. I, I, I agree with you, but I, listen, I can still say over Cedric Benson, I'll raise you a Kurt Zenas. <laughs> I, I have no problem with that. Kurt Zenas was one of the right. worst running backs I have ever seen them try. Right. I'll raise you a Curtis. Like, man, they went out and was like, Bears boy, it's a lot of foolishness when we got to run. You know what? We have to, at one point, maybe next week, let's do a more in-depth look at some of the worst draft their drafting the Bears have done. All right, <laughs> let's go back to, let's go back to like the mid-80s at least and oh, look at some of the worst drafting uh, that the Bears have done. We we'll bring that some great doozies in the nineties for sure. <laughs> All right. So, what's your uh, favorite? So, in terms of favorite draft pick, this is going to be total personal. I don't know why this one stands out because I just try to just think of it without really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, and I actually have to look up the draft. I'll look it up in a second. I loved. Alshon Jeffrey. I was freaking geeked when they picked him. I believe it was second round, but I just loved him. I loved him as a prospect. I don't know why. And wide receiver was always my favorite position growing up. So it was definitely an area. I always wish the bears would find one. Little did I know that quarterbacks a lot more important than that, but Mm -hmm. I loved Alshon Jeffrey. That was one of my favorite bears picks ever. It was like, they actually picked the guy that I just really loved. And that did not happen very often. Now mine's of course, isn't during this has to be during my lifetime. Uh, I, I, I put in viewing years, but I'll give you a little, a little, little leeway on this. It's gotta be sweetness. Um, it's Walter Payton. Um, I, I did live. I, I am old enough to have seen him play. Uh, even though I didn't see him like during the seventies or the early eighties, uh, for the most part, uh, but around the Super Bowl and after, um, it's, it's, it's sweetness for me. Uh, then it's probably Gail Sayers and Dick Buckus. Um, if I could think of a player during my, see, the problem is, I don't know how many times the Bears have like the Alshon one is a good one because I did like him. Alshon was in what, South Carolina. Was he in South Carolina? Yep, South Carolina. Was, was Spurrier was still there, I believe, at the time? I believe so. I think, yes. believe I was towards the end of Spurrier being down there. Yes. Old, old ball coach. 
Um, I like that one a lot because I, that, that one, I, w- I have to admit, too, that was actually someone that I, I wanted them to get that they end up getting. You know what I'm saying? That that doesn't happen. See, the problem with the Bears is that rarely happens. <laughs> no, that's why out so right. much. <laughs> they go, le- listen, I remember they talked themselves out of uh, drafting Suggs that went to the Ravens, right? Because it was like Shorty's 40 time was too slow. And it's like, you know he not running a 40, right? It's right. basically how fast he can run at three feet. Right. Like and you look at how well, how long he was there for Baltimore and to know the Bears was like, not for us. It was just like uh, like stuff. The Bears always do that. So I'm trying to think during my viewing years, when was it someone that I wanted and they went out and they you know, I wasn't mad at the Rashawn Salam one. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mad at that one. We're going. I wasn't mad. (laughs) I wasn't. That's how bad it is. I wasn't upset. Anything to love. I wasn't upset. They don't. They don't give you a lot to love, man. They they really, 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 really don't. Um, or you or if they did, the guy just wasn't who the hell you thought the guy ended up being. So during during my during during my active years, I don't think they've drafted someone that I was like, ooh, get him. You know what I'm saying? And he turned out like it'd be Kyle Long, which I didn't know. I wasn't mad at Kyle Long when they drafted him. I didn't know. Uh, Brian Urlacher. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I liked it, it was Kwan, but I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't want them to draft uh, off the, off the ball uh, linebacker. I mean, I knew they couldn't get Nelson because he was he, being a guard. He was gonna go. I mean, for, for a guard to go that high, but he was so good that you right. knew he was gonna go. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily fiending for them to draft the off the ball linebacker like Alshon. It's, it's played out, but it's still that high. Um, but he's really, really good. You know what I'm saying? But he's not like Devin White. He's not uh, Brian Erlacher or close to that. No. Whatsoever. Not yet. No. No, he's not. He's not Brian Erlacher. By the way, that was the 2012 draft with Alshon Jeffrey, and Steve Spurrier was South Carolina till 2015. Okay. Okay. Good one. Good one. All right. What you got next, Ry? My last up for grabs is talking about, I guess, going back to our off top. Just the viewing experience of the draft. And I'm assuming this might be a make an ass out of you and me type situation, but I'm assuming you're not intently watching every single pick. And there's definitely the perkiness of the Bears pick. So what are we doing in between these long droughts of Bears pick? Is there anything going on in the background? Obviously, the draft's going on in the background. But is there something else going on while the draft's going on? I'm probably making out notes for us and under center and all the other shows that I'll be on. <laughs> I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably trying to make out notes. I can picture like the, the Santa Claus, like half moons with the legal pad. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm probably, that's probably what I'm going to be doing. Uh, just making out notes. Um, I mean, the thing is this, I'm like, the, the, I'm worried about like not being ready and the bears moving up. Right. Like, I'm over here doing this, making a sandwich or something, which I won't be. And then it's like and the Bears are number five. The Bears moved. The Bears moved up. And like dun 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 dun. It's like oh snap. Um, I remember. Listen, I still remember to this day, um, the the, the Dwayne Wade draft, and I remember having company. And I remember sitting there, and all I wanted was Dwayne Wade. I was like, oh my god. I scouted him. I was like, okay, is Shorty really tall enough? I watched him. I said, Shuddy, he putting down that work. He tall enough, right? 
regardless if he's going to play point or because that was the question was going to be a point guard was going to be a, a shooting guard. Um, and I saw how he was killing in Marquette. Now he turned me into a guy. I was like, man, I want Dwayne Wade, you know, not in the sexual manner. And I remember watching that draft and Miami jumping up and taking him. And I remember telling my company, like, we can go now. <laughs> I was that like, was one we- of the most deflating Chicago drafts of all time. On top of that, that was also because Jay Williams had just tragically hurt himself. And to see them have to take Kirk Heinrich when they just drafted a court, I mean, a, a point guard, uh, it, I, I initially, and Kirk, one of Kirk's best years was his rookie year, and he was like sick uh, the first month. And I think he had the flu or something, and he played, he played well his rookie season. But it, it never felt well to me because of Jay Will being hurt and they having to go out and to replace him. And I know that's basketball, but getting back to this, I would say in the past, like I was just saying with uh, you know, when when in the past, I was I was probably rolling up, um, you know, <laughs> I, I was probably what I was doing, you know what I'm saying? You and me uh, both, brother. I know, I know, but with this one, like with this one, like I I, I have to do under center uh, when they pick and after. Right. I think. Yeah. Don't do roll up when they trade up to five, but they need I'm your. Not rolling up. I'm not rolling up. <laughs> So, I mean, that's just, you know, you got to just chill out and just sit there and relax. So uh, hydrating, and I mean, really with water, hydrating, um, taking it all in, getting ready to come up with some witty stuff to put down for our show and under center pod, under center pod for NBC. That's 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 really what my focus is going to be during the draft, to be honest with you, uh, trying to come up with different ways to uh, to to to. Different ways to talk about the players that are being drafted, uh, to not just regurgitate everything that someone else says and do a little bit of my own searching and stuff like that. So that that's really what my focus is going to be during the draft. Yeah, I think for me, um, like the draft's always on, is blasting so that I, I can keep tabs on everything. And I like, as soon as you hear the chime, ding, 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 you can just tune right in. I'll probably be gaming on the side, though. Mm, that's a good one. I think I'll be doing a little bit of gaming. What game? Uh, what game? What game? What game? MLB The Show Twenty One. Me and my buddy, we started up a. When I was in Vegas last weekend, we started up a franchise on his PlayStation Five, and okay. we were going to just play online. When I get back to Arizona, find out there's no online franchise mode. Huge bummer. And then. PS5 has a remote play feature. So I can log into his PlayStation in Vegas from here through the internet. And he just needs to start it up and we can continue the franchise we started in Vegas and play it mm. together. Mm. So that's so, wait, wait, wait. but you don't you, do you have you don't have a PS5, right? No, PS4, but PS5, you can remote in with a Mac, iOS, Android, PS4, or another PS5. So what are you using to play? Are you using your regular controller? What are you, yep, your PS4 I'm just controller? on PlayStation. Just It's his screen on my screen. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. I know. It was so cool. So we're, that'll probably be some of the draft, I'm thinking. Okay, Hit that's a dope. few dingers on the side. And this, listen, you guys are playing against each other. You're on the same team. Same team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We drafted the team together. We're on the same team. What team? What team? What team? We went with the Rays. We went with the Rays. Did a fantasy draft. Tatis was our first pick. 
And we got a little Shohei. Oh, he's become my favorite player. I, I can't even hide it anymore. You shouldn't. I mean, that if he stays, so he stays healthy, goodness gracious. But really quick, before we divert anymore, Dwayne Wade, kind of feel like you're a little bit of a bitch, but whatever. Just hated him. Hey, that man's name. I don't like what he did in that free agency to the Bulls. Keep him on the hook. Oh, well, you know what? He did the right thing because he won two more titles. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Bulls didn't deserve it. Bulls didn't deserve it. Uh, listen, and he kind of wasn't lying. He did end up here. So it lets you know that he had interest in coming here. But Pat Riley was like, dude, I can make it happen. I can get you to both of them. Paxson? You know? Is Jordan coming with them too? That's from just but dude, you gotta that's that's the Chicago problem. Not being imaginative and going far enough. You know, like, yeah, we cleared out two slots. Why didn't you clear out three? Why weren't you prepared to clear out three? You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you you gotta be willing to go to the depths, the depths of hell, if need be, to to pull this off. You know what I'm saying? It's a blue collar city. We work around here. So, dude, you again, if one of these quarterbacks is that guy, I mean, I don't wouldn't give up that capital, uh, especially when the guys that are considered closer to the locks, even though there's a large variance on Zach Wilson. But right now it's basically deemed that Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are locks and you don't have a chance to get either one of them. You know, it, I would I would kind of be I would be have the hezzy as far as hesitation on giving up a lot for guys that other teams that are smarter than you are like, I'm good. Right. Right. I'm good. So I'm just, just to let you know. Didn't we just talk about previous years where the bears are picking up the garbage that nobody else wants? Exactly. Listen, man, I'm telling you about this Michael Haynes. Let me tell you about this Michael Haynes. Uh, We got the next Troy Aikman from UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, man, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to tomorrow night. Uh, Thursday. I mean, this this going it's going it's going to be popping, man. It's going to be good to have a first round pick. It should be higher. That little punk ass six game win streak. Oh. Uh, that, that that was a time management was supposed to interfere and be like, you know what? We going up in the draft. Kill all of this. All right. Put put broken Nick Foles back in there. All right, Nick. Can we get, get your broke can we ass. Use the IR? Can we throw some guys on IR and save for next totally. year? Totally. Totally. That was the time to tank. All right, you didn't even have the fans in the stands. That was the time we the season, we we all gave up, uh, and even if we didn't, we all knew the season was was a wash. Regardless, oh, of you get into the playoffs, God. we knew this team wasn't going to be due ish. And you sat there and you you picking number twenty when you should be picking at least thirteen. You right know that's where you sh- unimaginative. That was your chance yeah. to be imaginative, right? There. With all these quarterbacks coming out. That was your time to be like, you know what, dog, if you're 13, you don't have to give up all of that stuff to try to get exactly. one of these kids. Exactly. So like that, that, that's just common sense. Like, and again, you're not worried about people uh, filling up the parking lot because nobody could come to the stadium. Right. right? And you so, know you're going to get rid of Mitch. You're not even afraid right. of Mitch's feelings. Right. So that, 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 that's, he listen, right then, George McCaskey should have went down there and told them this. You guys have another year, but we are pl- pulling the plug on this season. All right. So you don't have to try to win out 
to keep your jobs. You got another year, but we want to get into this, 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 this draft with these quarterbacks to secure our future moving forward. And, and that's what I want you guys to start focusing on. That's what a leader does. And somebody be like, a leader should tell them to tank. A leader knows, listen, a leader knows sometimes that losing and getting your money back through taxes all right. It's smarter than sitting there. And, and sometimes debt helps. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Right. Debt. There could be a benefit and you can still be in a black using your debt. All right. And that's what they should have done. You're talking big picture thinking, not enough mm-hmm. big picture thinking at the highest spots of the Bears organization, which is scary as fuck. And right there on that note, we will see you next week. Uh, we're going to definitely bring in some NFL guests to help uh, break down NFL experts to help break down the draft. Uh, perhaps get some guests that are close to some of the players drafted in there to give a different angle. Uh, Ryan's always doing a great job. Uh, always make sure uh, that you you check us out to flip. There will probably be a flip this week. Uh, I would think, but depending on how the draft goes and how all that is, it's a lot. It's a lot. This is a real busy week uh, here for us. Um, but we always appreciate the time that you spend uh, messing around with these guys. Um, always be safe and don't do anything stupid. And we look forward to breaking down the draft. And listen, have a great draft. Even if you don't, the players you don't get the players that your team wanted, still enjoy it, man. It's, it's Christmas for football fans, right. to say the least. So that, everybody can def- be superstars on draft day. 